Exclusive. Well, things I was gonna lift myself up to oh, speak no, I can't into be bothered to do that. No, I can't be bothered to use my cork <gasps> either. Don't yawn. I'm not that boring. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Coop. It's currently Sunday the 2nd of October and today I'm with Thine. Yes. Um, what a joyful well, I never know what, I never know what to say. You can saying, just say hi. Yeah, but that's really awkward. Hi. Well, no, you wouldn't say it like that. You'd just be like, hi. Hi, guys. Claim the mic. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm with Thine, and we are here today to talk about the last 24 hours. Yeah. It was a good 24 hours. It, I'm nostalgic. Not nostalgic. I have post-concert depression, as does Thine. So if we sound a little... Sad girl summer. That would be why. Um, so we, who did we go and see, Thine? Uh, we went to see Machine Gun Kelly. Oh yeah, yeah we did, yeah we did. And um, how did this stem? Well, guys, this stemmed from I think was it like January or something when I got the tickets. I've got no idea. It was ages. It ago. was pre-hospital era, so it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I literally sectioned my life into eras, but it was before that. So I think it must have been in like January or February or something. Um, and Machine Gun Kelly releases concert tickets and I'm like and because I think you say he's going on tour so I'm like immediately theme we're getting tickets and you're like no I probably won't get tickets and I'm like what do you mean like what yeah I don't know I didn't have very what? big expectations no you were just being so annoying you're just like no I probably won't go and I was like I'm sorry but you're going like you don't have a choice and then you're like but I don't have anyone to go with and I'm like I will go with you. Like, I don't care. Like, if 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 I, you know, if I didn't go to Billy just because I had no one to go to, oh my God, how sad, Um, quite <laughs> frankly. So I was like... I would have gone day, with you. I know. So this is what I'm saying. So I offered to go with them. Anyway, we get tickets. I get the tickets because um, obviously I'm very experienced with Ticketmaster. And also I don't... Maybe I actually, actually, you know what? I think this might have been March here. I don't think I was at I think school. it was March. I think it was March because I wasn't at school. It was like the week before I was hospitalised. Um, but it was, yeah, it was like the week before. So I wasn't at school, but um, I came in every now and then. But anyway, because I wasn't in school, I was able to get the tickets because you were in a lesson. So um, I get the tickets and, you know, I, I caps lock text you on iMessage. Like, Thine, I'm so excited we got tickets. And you're like, oh, yay. And I'm like, really, Thine? Really, I just surprised you with these tickets, you know? Yeah, because the album wasn't out yet. The album came out, like, late March. So I was like, uh, what if it's really bad? Like, and it would just be such a letdown. But at the end of the day, he doesn't make bad music. I mean, <laughs> well, a lot of people would disagree with that. Well, we can be controversial on the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> like, there's only 20 people that are going to cancel us at the end of the day. So <laughs> it's really fine. Um, but... Uh, what was I even saying? I've just watched a little... Anyway, I get the tickets. I'm absolutely elated. I'm like, how exciting Thena's going to her first concert. Um, cannot be more ecstatic. Anyway, eventually, you know, precisely one week later, I get hospitalised. I'm like, hmm, it's not really looking like the concert's going to happen. But then again, I'm like, you know what? It's all the way in October. We got time. We got time. Mm. Anyway, months lead to months. One thing leads to another. And all of a sudden, it's October. And all of a sudden... Sorry. Guys, just for reference, I... and it keeps clapping our hands together like this, and it's really annoying. I'm me. a big gestury person. Yeah, but it's like upsetting the mic. But when I tell a story, okay, that's true actually. But when I tell a story, I like to express. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Moving on. Um, 
months lead to months, days lead to days, and all of a sudden the concept creeps up on anyway, us. Anyway, it's October, it's, it's yesterday, uh, the yeah. first. But can I just say, though, like, Thine's never been to a concert, so she doesn't quite understand um, what it takes to get to Barrier. So Barricade. Barricade, sorry. So the arguments we have over when she should queue is really quite extensive. Yeah, because basically the, it was at the Wembley Arena, which is like 12,000 yeah. capacity or whatever. So I think, okay, like, you probably won't sell it out. You know, there won't be many people. <laughs> Thine's consistent line of argument was... But he's just not that popular in the UK. I just don't think he is. I mean, Literally because I think up. because it was London, he was popular. But I don't think in like Birmingham or Leeds he would be. <laughs> oh, thing you're literally making me want to cry. No, shush. I don't. Sorry, I don't think he's at, like sold out at the Birmingham show. I don't even know. But anyway, I thought okay, we could get we could literally turn up at six and it would be all be fine. But hence, like no, get barricade back, back, get that, get. But Jesus Christ, <laughs> we're really taking it back <laughs> to a year ago's energy with you on the podcast right now. But it's, it's, um, oh, now I can't <laughs> Ah, But, um, anyway, I stalk Twitter, because Twitter's, you know, Twitter's the place of facts, and everyone seems to be queuing at kind of, uh, like, 11, 12-ish. So I th- I say, Thien, if you want to get barricade, you kind of want to start queuing at 12. That's, like, a kind of golden spot. Um, because also, I showed you a video of Machine Gun Kelly's concert, and it was like um, a stage perspective, so it was like for him looking out onto the audience. And I was like, "Think, you want to be here, like pointing at Barricade, don't you?" And you're like, "Yeah, I do." I'm like, "See, there we go. You don't want to be right in the middle or right at the okay, back." Okay. Anyway, short story. I get there at like one or something at, at yes. the arena by myself for about four hours. Okay, don't pull the whole. I was by myself. No one was with me. <laughs> I was hey. for like three hours. I only made friends. Hey, to... shush, I... shush. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I only made friends to like the last hour and we played Uno. Yeah, I was actually really proud you made friends in the queue. I was actually really heartwarmed when I... Anyway, I'll explain my side of the story. Um, Not that... I feel really bad now because I realised I do cut you off quite a lot. <laughs> it's fine, I can't. I'm so sorry. Um, But I had darts that day from, I don't know, nine till three. So that is why I wasn't with Thien before anyone says I'm a bad sister, okay? Um, and then there was really bad traffic, so we didn't actually get till th- to Thien. I didn't get to Thien until 5. Um, well, no, I mean, it was 4.30, so... Yeah. Um, but, come like, 20... Like, on the Friday, Thien still hadn't really decided what the game plan was. No, I knew I was going at, like, 12, but I didn't know where it was or how to get there. And I've, yeah. and I've never... <laughs> <laughs> because I know you're just gonna interrupt me. I'm sorry. And, I, and I've never travelled somewhere by myself. Um, because if Can I do, we explore that for a second. Because no, because if I do go somewhere, I go somewhere with, with friends. Like I've, I haven't had to go to. I'm sorry, you're you're 17 years old and you've never been on public <laughs> transport by yourself. No, I haven't. <laughs> what sheltered life do you live? Well, no, I've never been on the tube by myself. So that, I, oh, I was really theme. proud of myself getting to Rainer's Lane. <laughs> I'm literally gonna cry. I don't know whether that's funny or just tragic. Do you know, actually. How, do you know how smart I was? Like, wow, I'm so, I'm like a genius <laughs> right now. It's just not that hard. It's literally color coded. The tube is literally OCD. It's literally colour coded. I love it. I love it. Um, but no, that just made me giggle because I was like, <laughs> you're just like, this is the first time I'm going to be travelling into London by myself. And I was just like, how? But I mean, I suppose to be fair, all of my experiences travelling alone is mainly connected to dance. So I suppose that's why. Um, but anyway, I arrive with Thien. Um, I find her in the queue. It's so funny because I'm walking around the, the arena and the, it just... 
well, like outside the arena, everyone's in pink because obviously his whole thing is pink at the moment. You know, his documentaries are literally called Life in Pink. So everyone has either a pink jacket or pink hair or a pink something. And then I walk around and I find Thine and there's just no pink to be seen apart from her <laughs> socks, bright pink socks. Yeah, and I was is. like, I need to add a bit of personality in my outfit because I, yeah. I had such a bland outfit going on. It wasn't on. your outfit, Slade, to be honest. Really, I, didn't really... have to say, I was really hoping my nails would glow in the dark, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, no. That was because the lighting changed yeah. its colour. Um, but anyway, I find Thine. She's shivering. You literally... It's uh, freezing. Yeah, shivering and quivering. Um, but you know what? At least it wasn't raining. And, you know, we have our, we have our supper and we have a good old, good old, um, food sash. And then I'm so heartwarmed because it turns out you've made friends in the queue. And I'm like, no way, no way has Theme made friends in the queue. I was not expecting this from you. And that sounds really, really mean. And people are going to think well, I'm a mean person. I mean, it's because they made friends with me. They said, do you want a sweet? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's just because you, you don't normally instigate conversation. No, I don't. Um, so that was... Surprisingly. <laughs> no. Um, so that was really, really amazing. And I was like, go Thien. I'm so proud right now. And then, um, it hit six o'clock. Up we get, we get tickets, we get wristbands, guys. Because the last time I Oh my I god, wore... wait, the guy who gave us the wristbands. Yeah, can we talk <laughs> about him? Oh, he was so sweet. Guys, the most loveliest man I think I've ever met in the whole... He's the most author kindest he was actually like what like 23 or something the kindest example of the human species He's, yeah honestly oh guys, he was putting on cry. the wristbands and he was like trying to you know the sticky bit he was like putting it down so like gently trying I'm to get it exactly in line ever so emotional right now because he literally took like 20 seconds to do your <laughs> hen's lovely. thing yeah <laughs> this lovely lovely man right so we got our wristbands and the last time i got a wristband i got cut off and thrown in the bin because you know i fainted at pillies it was a whole tragic story so this is i'm getting wristbands again i'm like oh this is so exciting i haven't had a wristband in so long um and this lovely man approaches us with the wristbands and he puts on themes and he comes to me and he's fumbling a little bit because he just, you know, he has to tighten it quite a bit. And then, um, this is, no, let's just not dwell on that. And the sticky bit, because you know how, you know, I'm trying to describe the wristbands, but you know those ones that are like paper and they have the white bits that can like get really the zig- sticky. The zigzag, the zigzag white sticky bits. The Everyone, basic yeah. wristbands. Um, the ones you get for ice skating, for example. And he puts this, he puts it on my wrist and he, he takes, he's so gentle. His hands are so warm. Oh. He's literally, okay, look, let's not turn it into anything else other than he's a lovely man. <laughs> but he was just, his hands were warm, I'm just saying. And he was so sweet. And you could just, he was paying the most attention to putting the wristband on carefully so the sticky bit didn't stick to my skin, but stuck to the wristband. <laughs> yeah, it <was> really... <laughs> so it wouldn't like pull out my hair and stuff. And it was, and he was big, so, oh God, I just love him. I think he's a national treasure. He needs to be protected at all costs. I'm actually getting quite emotional thinking about him. <laughs> no, I will literally start crying. I don't know why I'm in such an emotional mood. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a PCD. It's a post-concert depression. But he was a really lovely man. And I was like, protect him at all costs. He's a literally little muffin and I love him. Um, Anyway, moving on, we then go through security, which is, you know, it is what it is. We just have to empty our pockets. And then um, we're going through the arena, uh, finding our way to the standing section. And then we get into the venue and things, you know, kind of casually strolling. Just all she does is is focus on her pockets. I have I a just... note. I was stressing because I had to have, I had like a portable <laughs> charger with wires, headphones, <laughs> like the, the connecting wires for my phone to charge, lip balm, a hair clip, my phone all this crap that I had to take out of my pockets, put into a box, put back into my pockets. <laughs> Meanwhile, my pockets don't really close, so I'm struggling, thinking, no. oh, God, everything's going to fall the out. The 
I'm out there, just outside in the queue. So we're obviously wearing cargoes because it's an essential. We don't want to bring a bag, we just, so we just bring cargoes. Um, and then Fiend's like, puts her portable charger in her pocket and she's stressing. She's like, hen, it's going to fall out. <laughs> I'm like, literally, what are you talking about? She's like, there's no zip. Like, it's an open pocket. I'm like, you're so dumb. Like, literally jump up and down. And she jumps up and down. Nothing falls out. Nothing. Yeah, but How is concern- a portable charger going to defy gravity no. and suddenly flop out your pocket? Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but it was concerning because, you know, when it, <laughs> it was concerning. like the pocket was like by my knee. Uh, so every time I like my trouser moved, it hit my knee. So I thought it was falling out. You just made me giggle anyway, and chuckle to I moved it level. to my top two pockets. So it was all good. <laughs> You're so dumb. But Hen was like, hey, why aren't you running? Why did you run? <laughs> because I'm so used to like. Literally no one was running. No one, <laughs> why are you running? No, but all the concerts I've been to, everyone pelts to barricade. Like there is no such yeah, thing. Yeah, but as there walking. wasn't really. There wasn't. That like, was not... barricade wasn't open. We were about like five people behind yeah, barricade. Yeah. Well, this is the thing because basically I forgot such thing as early entry was what existed. So I was very hopeful. Theme was number fifty in the queue, and then um, I was like, amazing. Well, it should be one person behind barricade. Forgetting there's a whole bunch of people who have early entry and like slash VIP tickets. Anyway, so there are already like five people in front of barricade, like five rows, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, and we arrive and we're pretty close to the stage actually. Yeah, we're like we're very close. Maybe two meters from the actual yeah. stage, three I think from. We're him. only we're only a little disappointed just because I made it sound like we'd get like right by barricade, but that's because I forgot about VIPs. But we were really close. Um, but yeah, no, I'm literally pulling Thine by the sleeve to get a good place because I'm like, Thine, <laughs> why are you stressing about your pockets? That's a minor issue right now. We just need to get a good spot. Anyway. We, we, we assemble, Avengers assemble, and this man, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, just the the guy, (laughs) and this man who we're going to call Chris, because bloody love Chris, um, he, he, like, kind of pushes in front of me, but I don't really care, um, he has beer in his hand, I don't really know, he's got, you know, he's, he's got a good, um, mainstream sellout, which is the name of MGK's, he's like a diehard fan, he's, well, He's got all the merch He's and everything. He's got all the merch. He's had the experience of the concerts. Because me and him were saying, oh, God, like, when the mosh pits start, that's going to be a bit terrifying. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not ready for one of MGK's concerts, <laughs> are you? You're not ready. <laughs> but watch out, just stick together, yeah? Stick to- he was like, just hold on to each other like there's no tomorrow. Like, yeah. oh, my God, this guy could crush. And I was stressing. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, he was really stressed. And I could feel Thine panicking, like, oh, God, what have we signed up for? And then I was like, you know what, Thine? He's just stressing because all the concerts I've been to have been absolutely fine. Forgetting that I go yeah, to the Yeah, but yours is Lardy Dar Phoebe Bridges, Ash. <laughs> it's not quite MGK. But Chris could not love a guy more. Oh my <laughs> so god. Funny. His running commentary was the best thing oh. in the whole world. I mean, Thine, like, he, every comment he said was spot. His comedic timing was impeccable. Like, we were just giggling and chuckling behind him because everything he said was spot on. Yeah, we had um, oh, a God. couple beside me and one of them was, like, having a panic attack. Oh, no, before she was completely... I mean, she was severely either high or drunk. Because... She was completely... No, she was on drugs completely. Yeah, like, completely she was out of, out of it. Um, so she was, like... I don't really know. She was just sort of, um, like, sort of falling onto people and, like, crying. Literally. And then her girlfriend was, like, oh, like... 
I would die for you. I would kill for you. Like, I love you oh, so such much. An ick. And it just makes me recoil. And I was like, there's no that. way people are confessing their love right now. Yeah. Like, it, it, oh, it was so embarrassing. And, like, it was so embarrassing. So that was to so then they so very then... quickly, just to describe our setting. That was to Thien's right. Then, to, in, in directly in front of Thien was another couple <laughs> who were so PDA, it's ridiculous. Oh they were God. kissing at least every Every time five they seconds. turned around, they would kiss each other. Every I was like, time, do you mind? Like, every I do not want to stare at that. Every time they talked or looked at each other, they'd kiss. And I'm like, what is, what is the reason? And then can you shut up? In front, sorry, in front, directly in front of me is Chris and I want to say Christina because honestly she, she looks like, like a Christina. Chris and Christina, um, who were at like literally my oh, comfort people. No, this, the, the Christina ladies. This girl was like the girl who was um out of it. <laughs> she's like because people were like, oh, she's like panicking, like. And she's like, no, nah, she's definitely out of it. I've, I've done dr- all kinds like, of drugs over she, my years. She's like, I've done every drug under the sun, except from heroin. I've done every single drug, drug under the sun. And I know she's she's got no chance. She's going to go down. Yeah, and, this boy, and her boyfriend was just like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it was so funny. And then also, like, throughout the, like, in at some point in the concert, MGK was like, this is for all the pretty ladies out there. And then Chris goes to Christina, not you then, and she slaps him <laughs> on the shoulder like, fuck off. Oh, I can't swear, but, like, ever. I so didn't do that. funny. <laughs> oh my god I bloody love them but so that's in front they're in front of me my absolute comfort couple and then we just have um like just randos on my on my left um, but behind us we have um these Spanish oh my people god. the loudest Spanish people I think you the they, nation would ever they were actually heard. shouting and the, there was no music yet like it hadn't started no, and they, they were had, shouting at the top of their lungs they had zero noise gauge and it, it was, was so infuriating even during the concert they were like talking their heads like, off we couldn't even hear if they're having a good convo or not because yeah. it was all in a different language and yeah, throughout the whole concert, all you had were just Spanish like interludes, and I was like, "What is this? It's literally London." But <laughs> it's quite okay. Funny though. Um. Anyway, yeah. So this couple to your left, she's. They were both having breakdowns, like completely yes. sobbing the whole lot. So, so they... the one that's very severely on drugs, um, is that is like crying into her girlfriend, and it's like we're like, well, I'm thinking what's going on. Everyone's thinking what's going on. Um. And then this Chris is like, well, before this, our first interaction with Chris, I'm very invested in this man because I actually adore him. But he looked at his watch and was like, absolutely ridiculous. Look at the look around the room. We are all crazy people. This is a room full of crazy people. It is 6.15. Machine Gun Kelly doesn't come on for another three hours. This, we are crazy people. And he just looks around. He's so funny. Oh, I love him. And then, yeah, he's looking at this girl on drugs and he's just like, he's like, she's going to go down. But she has no chance. She has absolutely no chance. She's going to go down. <laughs> And then, um, and then she did go down. Yeah, so this is at six, and then six or seven. This goes on for an hour because seven o'clock, bam, she's down. Yeah, she. Goes and then, and then, um, her girlfriend like has to. They like exit the crowd. She doesn't even make it to the first act. No, like, it doesn't. Literally, me and Billy don't even make it to the first act. It's so <laughs> embarrassing. Literally, so um, embarrassing. Anyway, they leave, and they then leave. Chris is like, "Oh, great, another bit of yeah. space. Let's keep moving, everyone." Yeah, Chris is like, "Scooch over, scooch over to take their place." Oh my god, he's brilliant. And then, um, so they're gone, and I'm like, "Thank God," because they were really putting me on edge slightly. Because I was like, "Number one, she can't stand. Number two, she's crying uncontrollably. Um, number three, she's she gonna... looks like she's about to throw up." To be honest, yeah, she literally looked like she's gonna puke. It was gross. yeah, it was really gross. And I was like, "I don't want things to be next to her." To be honest, I was like, "I'd rather take your place so you can just enjoy your concert." Um, oh, sweetheart, I know. Um, so they went, so that was great. And then this couple in front of Thien, who are PDA, he, he, the man looks hella pasty. Like, he honestly looks like a wet, clammy fish. Like, he's giving really unwell vibes. Um, and little did we know, when it, probably, I think, was it in the opening act? When, I don't know, maybe it was like... I um, think it was the opening act, maybe. I think it was after the opening act. It was after the opening act. And pasty he fainted. Man falls down. 
Chris once again, scoot oh, along, one. scoot along. He's like, oh no, not another, not one. another one. Keep him going. It's so funny. And then he's looking around. Well, I can't remember what he said, but he was like counting all the people with dyed hair around us. Oh yeah, he was like, why are there so many people? Pink hair, there's one, there's one, there's yeah. two. Oh, that like, guy's got a mohawk, or is it a mullet? He's like, oh, not a mullet. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, look around me. I see, oh my God, he's like, look around me. I see seven geezers with pink hair. Like, what's that about? <laughs> so funny. Um... Oh, I love him. And then we were both discussing how we'd get off the helicopter. Basically, on his on NGK's set, set, he has a helicopter. He arrives in. Yeah. Um, but basically, anyway, we didn't know how we was going to get on there because it's. We thought it'd be fairly awkward for him to just sort of clamber onto the ladder and yeah. then clamber off. So my my I suggested you don't really don't need to go into that. Well, anyway, me and Chris had the same hypotheses that the helicopter would just come down, he would get on, and then it would just rise back up again. Whereas Thine had this whole elaborate no. idea that it would travel across the whole arena. Because I saw a video where that did happen, <laughs> but I realised it was in, like, a much, a probably much more advanced. versatile... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that would have been really awkward, waiting for 30 minutes for him to come down. <laughs> yeah. But, but it only lasted one song, so it was actually fine. Absolutely love Chris. Anyway, so yes, so the opening act comes on, finally, and it's 44 Phantom. I don't think I've ever loved a man more in my life. There have been, I've had such amazing gentleman encounters that this, this that day. We had the lovely security man. We had Chris. We had 44 Phantom. And I was like, what is going on in the universe for such male species to be so lovely? And I was like, I was not expecting this from an MGK audience, to be honest. Like, I actually found that the MGK crowd was way more friendly than Billy's crowd. Because Billy's crowd was... Maybe I just had a bad experience, but it was very bitchy, to be honest. Like... Everyone was, like, getting mad at everyone because they couldn't see, because they were too small. And it was all very, like, petty. Whereas this crowd was all very lovely. Like, even though half of them were quite rough, like, it was kind of scary. It was also, they were also really friendly. Anyway, 44 Phantom comes on, and he's the coolest guy ever. I love him. I also really enjoyed his music, and I was getting so hyped at this point. I was like, I cannot wait. Yeah, his music was actually better than I thought. I hadn't listened to, I only listened to one song, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. I but really, uh, he sounded good live. So. Yeah, I really thought his stage presence was amazing. Like yeah. he put on a fantastic performance, and I was bopping away. I was oh, they're, busting they're, they're his out. drummer reminded me of um, Emma Chamberlain's boyfriend. Oh really? I don't know why. That's interesting. Because you couldn't even. He had sunglasses on and a hat, so you literally couldn't see yeah, anything. Yeah, and then right at the end, forty four Phantom takes off his sunglasses. I'm like, oh, did he? Like, oh yeah, he did, he did. Right at the end, but his then his hair covered his eyes. So I was like, really? I just can't stare into your soul. But I absolutely <laughs> loved him. Um... Like, I feel... I really have some connection to this man. I don't know what it is. I just really love him. Um, so he was on for, like, half an hour. And then we had a bit more of a wait. And then Ian Deal comes on. And Ian Deal... Yeah, Ian Deal I really good. don't like his music, to uh, be honest. I really liked it. I'm not a fan of his music, but I love him as a person. And he, again, is such an insane performer. And his... So I knew him because I know his girlfriend, Luna Montan. I know Personally. his girlfriend. <laughs> We're tight. No, but um i discovered his girlfriend because she's luna montana is was a ballerina and then she like went to youtube and stuff so that's like it obviously popped up on my youtube youtube algorithm so i've been watching her for years and then all of a sudden i find like she does a couple of videos where she's like visits ian dior because it turns out they're really good family friends like they've known each other since they were literally like 10 or something and she goes to and she meets mgk so i showed you in this video like ages ago i'm like not our two worlds colliding anyway it does become uno and all of a sudden um luna and ian dior are going out so she's traveled she's on tour with ian dior and this is very exciting because guys i don't know but the whole time we were at the concert luna montana was literally about a couple meters to the left of me and i'm literally 
sobbing about it because I never saw her. I never interacted with her because I thought she'd be presumably backstage. Oh no, she was in front of Barricade. <sighs> it was really sad. Anyway, moving on. Ian Dior was fantastic. I really loved him. Yeah, his music was good though. He gave major Willy Wonka vibes. <laughs> he did actually. And then at one point he looked like Harry Potter conducting a spell. But I absolutely loved him. He was really, really cool. Um, and he had very good energy too. And then finally, finally, the moment we've all been waiting for, Blondie Don comes on, MGK, Mr. Pink, if you will, um, Coulson even. <sighs> <He doesn't. laughs> Richard, maybe. His name's not Richard. <laughs> Google it. And then... Pake. <laughs> I, well... Okay. Pink, move on, Moving please. on. He comes on in his helicopter, looking like a disco ball. Yeah, He's in yeah. his glitter crop jacket with his little, like, tank top situation on, these sparkly leopard print yellow jeans, no, yellow they, trousers. Well, they weren't leopard print. They were, like, multicoloured yellow... Army, uh, like an patch. army pattern. Yeah. And he looked ever so slay. Um, he had also had sunglasses on. Every single person had sunglasses on. I was like, okay, slay. Um... He looked fantastic and I had some, I've taken some amazing photographs, I'm not going to lie, some amazing videos. Um, anyway, that was really fun. So he sang all my favourite songs and I was like, immediately, I'm in love with this guy. Um, he started smoking on stage as well, which I was a little worried about because I was like, I don't want to inhale yeah, secondhand smoke. You smell anything. Yeah, and then. at the end of the day, it didn't, it, it really didn't affect exactly. me. Exactly. You yeah. weren't on the floor. You were perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine. My lungs are still happy and healthy. I was just, you know, I'm a very um, vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable person oh. sheltered sheltered but, I mean do you want to contribute to this conversation well you have been chattering away I'm not I can't well really... yeah because I'm you haven't spoken because you've been talking because you and if haven't I talk, you been just talking shoot me down. no don't say that Cleo <laughs> anyway back to Machine Gun Kelly he comes on stage he's very um good um oh yeah you know, um you know how you do like the whole charm when someone's Trugging a drink. <laughs> yeah. Like, people were doing that and he didn't quite get it at first. He was like, what are you guys doing? Oh, like, because why? Chris, Chris started it all. Chris no, was like, it wasn't... no, not that one, but he was like, MGK. Oh, yeah. MGK. No, that was fine at the beginning, but he kept doing that throughout the show. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's Chris... just embarrassing at this point. Yeah, then like, Chris no one's kept going. Fine. And we were like, Chris, it's time to stop. Yeah. Um, But he started all the chants. And I was like, Chris, you are so good at your job right now. You are the best fan here. No, but I was a little concerned because the first... Um, basically, he had a glass. Andrew had a glass of wine, mm. and he was told to chug it, which he did. But he smashed it on the floor, and it like went onto the barricade people. Yeah, the glass shattered. So I and I saw his face. I like, kind of go, oh god! Like for a minute, he was like, oh god, what have I done? Yeah. But I think they were fine. But yeah, not ideal. Oh, so like, that's a bit alarming. Anyway, so the second was, glass of wine. That was he did one glass of him. wine. Meanwhile, he then he smokes a couple of cigarettes. Then um, a, another glass of wine somehow magically appears on the stage. He he's then told by the audience to chug it again. He chugs again, um, and then I'm pretty sure. I mean, it looked like a glass of water, but I mean, it, the it cup was pink, been so you couldn't see inside it. But probably wasn't water. It was in a plastic cup, though. Are they really? Yeah, but they had bottles of water by the stage. Anyway, we really don't. Anyway, then to... he chugs again. Anyway, um, but Machine Gun Kelly was amazing. He played like all my favorite songs at the beginning, so I was very happy. I was like, this this is amazing. Then. I don't know what thing it was, but he asked the mosh pit to open it. Ian Dior, okay, first, oh, yeah, Ian Dior. first little hiccup is um, Ian Dior asks the mosh pit to open. Basically, All of a before, sudden, before the mosh pit, me and him were pretty comfortable. We were like, yeah. okay, we've got enough room. We were, yeah, we we're had, not too squished. We've got we a good like view. We had at least a person's space like, in front of us, and yeah. we were very roomy, and we had an amazing view, like no heads in our way. No. We were right by Chris and Chris, Christina, my comfort people. I was feeling, you know, pretty good. Um... 
Anyway, Ian Dior, like, on the last song, is like, open the pit, you know, do that yeah. shebang. So then me and Hen get battered, we get squished. So squished. And literally topple on each other, and then... And then it's all yeah. fine, but, you know, it never quite goes back this to the same the thing. position. This is what I hate about mosh pits. They don't back up. No, they just they, they keep squash, pushing forward. They squash, and that's it. And then you get... You and then there were these two ladies who were, like, I don't know, five foot... And they like barge oh, their way in. Teeny, I was trying to bash them out of the way. I was like, "Bro, like, what are you doing? Can we, like, can we move? Because we can't see." It's like that's not that's, my fault. You're yeah, tiny. Yeah, that's literally like, your problem. At least, at least you could have at least tried to see by wearing platforms. Yeah. But no, you're wearing little plimsolls. Yeah, it was like, like this fifty-year-old woman. I was like, "Really? Come on, just leave." Literally, and then and then so then they pushed from like where we were, which was maybe like five people behind barricades, to like four people behind barricades. Yeah, we like, never actually got pushed. We kept getting pushed back. We never made it for like far. No, Chris and Christina, they weren't. They, they were booming. They made it to at least three people, three people yeah, to barricade. Yeah, but we were always like maybe one person behind them. If yeah. Not none. Yeah. Oh, bloody love them. Um, anyway, so then... So that was the first little hiccup. But then eventually after like 10 minutes, well, five minutes, like, mm, yeah, you eventually get room again just because people move. But like, it's very limited room. Um, then, yeah, back to Machine Gun Kelly. He asked the pit to open for a song immediately squashed, battered and bruised, like, and I'm shoved into this guy's armpit. My God, oh my does God. he smell bad. <laughs> it was so funny. And was she, this guy was like six, I was six, three or something. The lankiest dude you've ever seen. The lankiest dude. Um, and his arms were up the whole time, either filming or like his, moving his, his hand. His face was right in his armpit. <laughs> when I tell you my nose was literally under his sleeve, it was embarrassing. <laughs> and then I turned, I remember one time I turned my head to Thien and I accidentally like, not kiss, but like, like brush past his, his back with my face. And I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable for me his whole back sweat just went on my face no Ooh. but he was the guy who asked me to go on his shoulders during, yeah. basically during bloody valentine god I you would have been about seven foot then. i know that's why i was like considering i was like hmm, he seems friendly enough like yeah should i but i was like nah let's stay safe you know plus mm. i like the non-stretchiest jeans ever so that would have been awkward and i don't know the detail that would have been even worse yeah i feel like it could have been a vibe, but also because people were jumping whilst on the so- on on people's shoulders, I was like, yeah, it's... and I was like, the way to get down would have been mm-hmm. the chaos because there would be no space. Absolute chaos. Um, but yeah, no, the mosh pits open, absolutely squashed, like to the point where I'm not even touching the you floor. Can't, no, you I'm can't literally... move your arms to get your phone in your pocket. Yeah, or but it's like I'm not touching the floor anymore. I'm literally sandwiched in between two bodies. Like my feet, at one point, I kid you not, barely brushed the floor, and I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> Um, and there was actually no room for my feet on the floor, and I was like, guys, help. <laughs> and then I was just holding onto Thien the whole time. I was actually holding your hand. I was like, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to, I don't want to get lost in the crowd. Um, eventually me and Thien get separated a bit. We're like a couple people away from each other, but I have a good view. Um, I, I don't think Thien had a great view. Yeah, this lady in between me and you kept giving me the dirtiest look. Yeah, I no remember. reason. No, because she literally put her whole head on you. Like, yeah, she no, she was like... invaded like... your personal space to another level so then you... and then she did it to you as well so yeah. i gave her the, the dirtiest so you look, gave look. her a really dirty look and then i feel like she like gave you a look to question as if like what yeah she like oh she, uh, she said something i couldn't hear what she had said so i just gave yeah. her another dirty look i was like what are you doing like really yeah like again she's like 50 like, oh god there were so many old small so women. many people that wanted to get in a fight it was so funny yes oh my god theme, theme was so scandalous like <laughs> Do you want to say what you said to the guy? This guy, so we were, people were pushing my way and I was a bit... Like, it was, was after a mosh pit. I was frustrated. I was I was hot. My hair was getting like yanked. Not on purpose, but like just... It was just getting caught in people because yeah. it's so fluffy. It was getting caught in people. <laughs> I know, it was like flaying or whatever the word is. And I, so I said to this guy, oh, like, what the hell are you doing? 
well it, in a bit more of aggressive she said tone. what the fuck no she's no you, you said you said um stop fucking pushing me oh yeah oh yeah that's <laughs> what i said but obviously in a bit more of an aggressive tone in an aggressive and then tone. i realized it's not actually his fault so i just smiled it off no because then he i was getting terrified for you i was like oh my god he's literally gonna punch your face because no, you were like you were like stop fucking pushing me and then he was like he was like do you think it's my fault and then thing just started laughing and i was like oh my god thank god for your humor because i would have literally shat my pants i know no because so i realized that i actually was in the wrong i was like oh <laughs> he's fair <laughs> enough that was funny and then yeah. we continued to watch mgk um <laughs> and then funny. um it was good it was really good i mean I, there were moments where i was literally like get me off here this is how i don't want to be here like i'm terrified i don't like it no, but like the it. best thing was like the people behind there was like two women behind us and every time i turn around they gave me this like terrified look like what because it was like when the mosh pit like, oh, oh i really love s- her she's so sweet can i can we call her like she looks like an amy she does actually. Can we let's call her Amy? But she was lovely. I lo- absolutely loved her. And she just she you know those eyes that just look startled. Like yeah, we just looked like... around and her eyes were peeled and she was like she was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry for pushing you. <laughs> it was so funny. And then this oh, stupid idiots, these boys started crowd surfing and their sweaty oh bodies and were like they were like kicking our heads and they were like sweaty and all over us and at one point theme was under him, at one point I was under him and I was like Get, I'm too feeble and weak to even no, hold I was his like body trying weight. to shove him off. I was yeah. like, Get out my That way. me you and Amy, we were all trying to shove him away. We were like, Get him off. Like all of us were trying to deflect him into another direction. And then she's like, That boy's such a fucking idiot and I was like, <laughs> I love this girl so much for getting the energy right now. Um, she was funny, and then, and then this other girl, I don't know, I don't know what name she suits. Maybe like, like a Liv, but she had the biggest fake, like false lashes you'd have ever seen. Oh, her. And then she's just like, she's like, I can't see anything because of this stupid tall guy in front of me, who's the guy with the sweaty armpits, who my yeah. face was literally buried in. Um, loved her energy too, but anyway, so yeah, people were crowd surfing. They were much worse. It was a pretty weird, but anyway, it's it's. He, Machine Kelly comes on at nine. He's meant to have an hour and 40. He's meant to finish at 10.40. It hits 10.40. He hasn't played Twin Flame, which is my all-time fave song of his. Like, I literally went to the concert for the song. It gets, get, oh, it gets me goosebumps every time. Um, and it hits 10.40 and he hasn't played it. I'm like, oh man, like, he's not going to play it. He starts serenading us, right? He's, he, he has the guitar and he's sitting on his little stool. Um, and he does a little, a little compilation of yeah, that was good, a ton of his songs, um, which is really nice. And then he starts playing Ed Sheeran, which is <laughs> such a highlight of the show. He starts playing... Um, what is it? Um, Take Me Into Your Loving Arms. I don't know that song. Gets me yeah, it's like... Uh, I'm it? thinking out loud. There That's it. Thinking out loud. Um, and then he starts playing that. And he sounds kind of really good. It sounds really, yeah. It did sound actually good. Like, there wasn't yeah. a point in the show where he sounded bad. No, he's not a bad singer. Like, he actually like, he sounded decent. Surprisingly, the guy could Unless, actually sing. like, the mic was pitched or something. I don't know, but it was good. No, he was good. But he good. brought on Skepta and Youngblood. Oh, yeah, I forgot about, oh, my God, Theme Space when Youngblood came on, guys. I've never seen a little monkey so excited Well, because I life. knew they were going to perform I Think I'm Okay, so I was like, that is a banger of a song to perform. But also, oh, then he opens up the pit, and I'm like, God sake. Like, every time I'm just getting a little bit more comfortable. And also because everyone's sweating buckets. It's like you were literally shrouded by sweaty, moist people. And it's just not fun. Um, So for that, and because I don't know Youngblood songs either, I was just not enjoying it. I was like, bad music, bad vibes, like, uncomfy. Get me out right now. 
Um, and then also because when MGK was doing his little serenading situation, because he was sitting down on the stool, I thought, oh, twin flame is good, it's coming, it's coming. And then he got up and started going wild again. And I was like, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, it gets, it gets, it's, it gets to 10.58pm. Um, and I'm like, oh man, <sighs> the show's gone. It's gone. Twin flame, it's, it's not going to happen. He plays one more song. He plays one more song. And he starts playing the guitar. And I'm like, oh! I literally turn around to Thine and I gasp. And I'm like, Thine, this is it. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's lower the lights, please. Um, Oh my gosh, he starts playing. And I'm like, immediately in my life, I'm like so hyped. Because there's like this big instrumental build up in it, which is so good. Um, He plays my fave song. He's like, he's like singing it to Megan. Because Megan Fox yeah, yeah, he like goes to the right of the stage. Um, but there's this big instrumental drop. And when it, when the like, not really beat, but when it drops. Oh my god, fireworks. Flames. Yeah. Massive instrumental guitar, drums, everything. Wow. Blown away. Literally blown <laughs> away. Um, um, wow. Wow. I can't even describe it. But it was truly an incredible experience his to be fair his set was insane he had the coolest set he had like this huge like mannequin yeah yeah like this of, mannequin like, of just like woman, a woman i think and then, then he had oh, his mic stand was two long arms one for his ashtray one for his um mic mic oh, oh and then he had like um a pick like uh, yes. his guitar picks would go into the side of it yeah that was pretty cool yeah um, and then he had stairs up to the drums, which were all like checkered and stuff. And then what else was going on? Oh, then he had this huge like inflatable robot thing. Almost. It was like a robot. Like the head was like a TV because it was meant to be the yeah. internet. Yeah. Like, it was really. It was really really cool. Mm. Um, and then he obviously had the helicopter. No, it was a really sick set. It was really really cool, and the backdrops were cool. Um, but no, literally there were like there were flames and he- and fireworks for the twin flame and i was like this this is the moment i was like wow this made it all worth it and then it was so funny because he was talking about rock bottom as well and he was like guys life is horrible life is really hard like i it's awful but it's moments like these and nights like these that make it all worth it and i was like mgk you somehow narrated my life a bit too perfectly (laughs) um oh it was just so good and then yeah the concert ended I was feeling very content. Um, but I think it, he said, uh, like, because he ran over, like, half an hour. Yeah. He was like, oh, this has cost me 50 grand. Yeah, because this is the thing. It was all worth I it. was really surprised because he was meant to finish at 10.40, which is why I was really, like, sad. Because I was like, oh, he's not going to be t- Twin Flame. Anyway, he finished at 11. Um, oh, it was just so good. Anyway, so we eventually leave the venue. They do, like, they throw the drumsticks and guitar picks into the audience. I was audience, so mad. But we they didn't were throwing, no... And even at the merch stand, they didn't have any drumsticks. Like, yeah. I asked this lady, she literally looked clueless. She's like, what? Yeah, she was like, sorry. <laughs> you she like... was like, oh, can I just have a t-shirt then? Yeah. 35 quid for a t-shirt. You know what? But I didn't even really it's want. It's worth it. No, but you do want it. Look, we're both wearing it now. We are such MGK fans. Um, but it is quite a cool t-shirt, though. I really enjoy the t-shirt. It's got his, like, aspects of his set on the front, which is really fun. Um... Because, yeah, then we get merch. We gulp down some water and we make our way home. Um, it was just so good. Ah, oh, and I got some really cool photos from it. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, and I had a great time. So thanks, yeah. thanks for introducing me to this music theme. Because towards the end of it, like I knew quite a couple of his choruses. It was like the first half of the show. 
insane. Loved it. He played all of my favorite songs. The second half, mm, I was struggling quite a bit because I was like, these are all songs I don't know at all. Um, and But like then it was all made up for because then he played Lonely and then he serenaded us with his guitar and then he played Twin Flame. And also he was he was really good at making it intimate as well. Like he was very like interactive with the fans mm. and like very... Like, it wasn't like we were just seeing any of his shows. Like, he made it very specific to our yeah, show. Yeah, until I realised he does that at, like, every show. Because I saw, like, recently, um, I was going through Instagram, I saw, like, I don't know, a Paris show. It was the exact same set and, like, I mean, obviously set, but, like, yeah. um, same order, same kind of vibe. I was like, oh, I mean, obviously it's got to be really rehearsed. Yeah, but, like, he but... made jokes, like, yeah. ju- like, specific to London, do you know what I mean? And there was, like, parts where he, like interact with the fans and stuff which i really liked mm. and then right at the end i honestly i think one of the best parts was right at the end um when they were all, on stage. They were all, the, all yeah. the band were like hugging each other and like kind of all saying their goodbyes together and i thought that was really lovely because i love the band the, who's the guy who i absolutely adore slim slim i love that i don't know man. what his real name is but he yeah. seems like the loveliest human being of a man he seems like a little cookie i just love him um but it was a really lovely moment like they all just kind of got together at the end and all hugged each other and all said goodbyes. And it was so sweet. It was like the end of a theatre performance. And I was like, I'm in love. Like, this yeah, band is so... Yeah, because it was so weird seeing them all, like, on it stage. Was... But also because, obviously, throughout the um, performance, it's very much like MGK and the others. Whereas in the... at this part, they all kind of came together and, like, they were all a collective. And it was just so, I don't know, like, heartwarming. Anyway, um, yeah, we get merch. We leave the building. Never to see Chris and Christina again. Never to see... Pacey Fishman, never to see the girl that fainted, never to see Amy or like um, Liv. Like, it was really sad. But it's fine. We made our way home. Um, and at this point, I'm feeling very dead because obviously. Like, literally, when we the, the thing finished, me and Hank could not move our legs. Like, we could not oh, walk. Oh, yeah, it was, it was hard to walk. Because we were, in, we were standing we're for standing like five, for five hours. hours straight from like six to 11, just standing, pure standing. So, like, like we haven't bent on our legs. So, it's like to walk where it's obviously bending as part of the walking pattern um we could not bend our legs for life as we looked like little giraffes and then because the floor was wet because of probably sweat and water i presume we were actually like ice skating on it um but yeah no we came home and we gulped down some water and i've still lost my hearing in my right ear like it's still ringing i can't hear through that ear but i'm thinking it's fine and my throat's really sore and everything but the shower this morning was so rewarding Oh, I, my, I lost my voice a bit after the show, but it's yeah. all good now. It was, I fully felt like I'd experienced Reading for a day, which is so <laughs> ridiculous because it was literally only five hours. But I honestly felt like I had had my Reading experience through that concert. It was it was a lot. Um, it was very physically, like, tiring. Um, but no, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And now I have 80 videos to sort through on my phone to figure out which ones oh are keepers God. and which ones I can, I can bin. Um... Yeah, I loved it. So I feel like that kind of concludes our our MGK concert experience. How would you rate it out of ten? Solid ten. Oh. Actually, maybe nine. If like if they had drumsticks, that would have been cool. Yeah, I was really disappointed for you because you were really excited for those drumsticks all along. Mm. I it's my third favorite concert. It goes Ash and May, and then um, Phoebe Bridges, and then MGK, the Blondie Dom. I really enjoyed. He just, I think their stage, you know what as well, I think it was really refreshing. The stage presence. The stage presence was insane, but also it was really refreshing to listen to, like, really upbeat live music, because obviously Mm. I'm used to hearing very, like, slow, like, Ash does have, like, a couple of very upbeat songs, but a lot of the time it's kind of, you know, it's that 
theme of music whereas all of this was very much like upbeat feel-good music Mm. even if the lyrics were sad it was like feel good um so it was quite refreshing to always be in like it was the energy like the good it was such good energy throughout the whole show um so yeah i really enjoyed myself and i think that's it to be honest everyone go listen to twin flame that would be my song recommendation for this week do you have a song recommendation um his lockdown sessions his lockdown sessions oh what's the one that um toxic revolver or something uh, pretty toxic revolver pretty toxic revolver guys i think all of you will love that one or um, um the other one i don't know the other can't one. can't remember what the name of it right now uh, in these walls in these walls listen to that listen to twin flame as well anyway um thank you all for listening i hope you are all doing well um hope you're happy and healthy and yeah i'll be back very soon with another episode bye do you want to say bye theme? Goodbye.